baby? No, man, I don't eat pork. Are you Jewish? No, I ain't Jewish. I just don't dig on swine, that's all. Why not? Pigs are filthy animals. I don't eat filthy animals. Man, bacon tastes good. Pork chops taste good. Hey, sewer rat may taste like pumpkin pie, but I'd never know because I wouldn't eat the filthy motherfucker. Pigs sleep and root and shit. That's a filthy animal. I ain't eating nothing ain't got sense enough to disregard its own feces. How about the dog? Dog eats his own feces. I don't eat dog either. Do you consider a dog to be a filthy animal? I wouldn't go so far as to call a dog filthy, but they're definitely dirty. But dogs got personality. Personality goes the wrong way. So by that rationale, if a pig had a better personality, he ceased to be a filthy animal. Is that true? Well, we have to be talking about what charming motherfuckers do. <sighs> Come on, man. Good dude. I know you love me like cook food. Even though you know I had to move like a crook moved. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? This is the No Boundaries podcast where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. Funk Doc J is in the building. Willie F and the F stands for. I guess funk too. Can I get some of that funk? funk. Hey, hey, give me some of that funk. It's straight funky in this joint today. Wow. How are you doing, good sir? I'm same old, same old, man. I feel better than I did last week, so that's always a, a plus. It's always a plus. How you doing? <laughs> bro, I almost had a mental breakdown yesterday in, in the house, bro. I was in the house too goddamn long yesterday, bro. And I, when I tell you I was on the verge of tears. God, <laughs> I just had nothing to do, man. And I just needed to do something. I was about to have a breakdown. It be like I gotta, that sometimes. I got to get more hobbies. What hobbies do you have right now? Besides this podcast and going to the gym. That's pretty much all I have. I haven't played video games in a while. The books that I do read, I read them on tape. So I just kind of like listen to them while I do other things. Gotcha. Primarily when I'm at the gym. Mm-hmm. What book are you reading? That's, uh, or listening to at the moment? What I'm currently listening to, you don't even you don't want to know, but I'm going to tell you since you... Since oh, man, <laughs> you don't want to know. Depressing ass shit. <clears throat> it is some depressing ass shit. Uh, it's called The Gifts of Imperfection. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Let go of who you think you're supposed to be and embrace who you are. Some, something, something my therapist. So what have you learned from that? I'm not too far into this one. So pathetic book. <laughs> I'm not too far into this one yet for me to give you any insight. Okay. What's the title one more time? Um, the Gifts of Imperfection. Let go of who you think you are, who you think you're supposed to be and embrace who you are. Hmm. Okay. So we'll, we'll see. I'll, I'll be done by the time we record again. And oh, okay. I, I'll okay. give I'll give okay. a review. I guess I was just listening to it to see if I could relate it to the intro, as far as that intro being for me uh, profound because of the fact that I've always found that little scene funny when it basically gets to the gist of personality goes a long fucking way, and um, when I hear that title, I automatically hear um, basically a coach telling you, hey man, be who you are. Like, embrace who you are. And I think that's a big killer today with people in general because so many people are straying away from who they really are. And that that, that makes your personality whack. Because when you're constantly in acting mode, 
how can you actually flawlessly be who you are? And I think people appreciate people more and more when they get them. Like, I came here for you. I didn't come here for your Instagram personality or Snapchat personality. Although I may have seen that first, but when it's all said and done, I want you. Right. You know, and the more and more, like, I see these Insta hoes <laughs> and these just, the more and more I just get more annoyed by social media lifestyle, I just only imagine. I, I tell myself all the time, it's just like, Niggas is just not this animated. When I went when I went to uh, Denver to uh, visit my brother, I swear I think we had the funniest conversation. Well, it wasn't even that long of a conversation, but he was like at all at the fact that women use animal filters. Like he looked at me and was like, "Hey man, I see this trend going on. And it's like, like why do why do women want to use dog filters and and cheetah filters like?" Like, what does that mean? Like, do they would they rather be animals? <laughs> and I was like, and I could hear it in his voice, like he was truly concerned. And I was just like, <laughs> he had real concerns. Yeah, and I was just like in my mind. I said, I mean, one, they do feel like they look cuter as this animated creature, and a lot of times, you know, that filter is a uh, that filter amplifies or makes them look a little bit better. In their minds. And the question that he asked me was just like, well, when it's all said and done, you know, that's not who they are. No. You know, I mean, we're going to meet. <laughs> and at that, and when we meet. And you're not going to have these dog ears on. You're not going to have these dog ears. Uh, at least I'd hope not. This glow is not going to be there. Um, and for the most part, Everything that comes after me seeing that 2D the 2D picture of you is personality. Like that's what's gonna that's what's gonna that's what's gonna make me do go on a second date or a third date or a fourth date. Personality. And I remember the words of advice I had from last week was basically was like, I feel like most people's New Year's resolution, if they have one, is to become a better version of themselves every year. Yeah. What you was about to say? I was just thinking, like, you know, you see... Now, now, granted, I know social media is, is a place for you to be who you're not supposed to be or who you, you really aren't, you know, for some people. Yeah. And then, you know, you see those guys out there, oh, I'm, I'm savage, I'm, I'm straight money cash hoes, I ain't, I ain't in love savage. with nothing. And, and, you know, Rihanna got women being savages as well. But to me, why can't you embrace your emotions? Like if if you're if you're heartbroken, it's okay to like heartbroken posts. It's okay to post something saying that you're not okay right now. To me, that's okay. If you're gonna post stuff. If you're gonna post stuff. Now, I mean, you know, sometimes you you need your ego and you need to be uplifted and you know you need to boom, this is me. Fuck bitches. Get money. I'm out here. Oh, you know, you might need that from time to time, yeah. but like I think you can embrace all your emotions. And people, like, got to put up this hard shell. You got to build these walls. And, I mean, by all means, protect yourself. But at the same time, man, we know who you was. Then we know who you if, are. If, if, if we know you, we know what's going on with you. Yeah. Like, my boys know what's going on with me without me having to say too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they, and they'll call and check up. Boys good? You all right? Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. You know, so the people that really know you know you. So who are you putting this front on for? I put these, it on for somebody. These followers that you don't know? I mean, because I can look at my followers list, and there's, there's damn sure some people on there that I don't know, that I don't follow. Hell, I probably even follow them back because I'm nice. 
But, you know, I'm not putting on a show for them. Yeah. I can delete them and be done with them to, and not miss anything. Forget about them, yeah. You, 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 see, you see the percentage of likes that they get. You'll have 8,000 followers and turn in, what, 500 likes? That's crazy, man. That shit is crazy. Like, you, you just hear you just the, the C shit? Man, that shit is annoying. You just, I guess you're just an art post. Basically. Like, nigga, I, I, it's, nothing, it's nothing pretty to see here. I have nothing unique really to say. It's just, you just want to, you just want to watch me. That's, that's, that's weird. But like, but like you said, personality does go a long way because, like we always say, after these physical attributes start to fail, like. Because they will fail. When you don't have those six-pack abs anymore. Exactly. When them titties ain't sitting right no more. Exactly. Like after you'd had your second and third child or something, you know, and yeah. you, your bill snap back don't snap back. Like, nope. you know. Because you ain't what, got that money. You ain't got that money. What, what am I banking on now? Like if I came here for your body and all you had was body and I was like, oh, well, she got body. So I'm just going to roll with that because yeah. it's body. Now, you know, I don't got to knock you up because you had kids. I mean, you had body. Yep. That's what I wanted was body. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I shot up the club and put a body in there. <laughs> Literally. Literally. And now, you know, I don't have body from you. Now I got to build. Now, now I really, truly got to discover your personality. Yeah. And that's, I remember you were saying something about um, people, you know, having kids with people that they don't love, that they don't love. And um, I was, I, I forgot, I read some post and it was like, this post was like, um, stop having, stop having kids with, you know, no, it says something along the lines of be careful who you have kids with. And then um, as I was reading the comments, there was a lot of people in the comments that pretty much were in denial of the fact that mistakes happen. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I, and I was sitting there like, y'all, a lot of y'all motherfuckers just act like condoms is just 100%. I've known like, women to get pregnant on birth control. Exactly. Like, so I'm like, you, you know, you're, you're, you're subtly saying be abstinent, but, you know, well, be, I said abstinent, be celibate. And, um... That ain't just the easiest shit for everybody to do. And they take an alternative. They're going to use birth control. People are going to use condoms and so on and so forth. And you end up in a situation where, obviously, we had the Women's March yesterday. And one of the big portions of the Women's March is they feel like it's their reproductive system. It's their choice. And also, you still it's funny because even in the Women's March, you have, you have, pro, you have pro-life people that will be in the Women's March, too. Just based on the fact that they feel like women need to do better, you know, it's in order to empower women, empower them to make good choices. So you 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 have a a nice amount of people out there that know. Unfortunately, you'll be tasked with a decision to make when you're in a situation where you've you're about to you're about, you've made a child, yeah, and you didn't plan on it, and. I've said this many times. It's so many of those situations going on right now that this, this, the the effect on society is just awful because you made this child out of lust. This child is brought into the world, doesn't really get love like he's supposed to get love because he really never was wanted or she was never wanted. You didn't want the child. You wanted the person. And so you tried to trap the person and the person ended up leaving anyways and now you're stuck with the child. And everything that goes on after that not only affects that child, but it affects everybody that child comes across. It's just a, it's a freaking, just it's a trickle down effect. And, you know, as I was listening to Osho, 
um, he he when he talks about being selfish because I've always I've always watched that video and I always watched and read about how he perceives being selfish and it's literally you can't there's no way in the world that somebody's a hundred percent selfless right so <clears throat> if you're selfish that means that you are raised to take care of yourself you are raised to love yourself you are raised to appreciate yourself and although the people around you may not see it that way. The people that love themselves more than likely are probably going to love everybody around them. And they're not going to just be going around hurting people. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's less likely for a lover to, to hate other people. Right. And I, I, I stole this off of, um, off Twitter about a month ago and I've been waiting for y'all to quit calling me emo before I post it, but gotcha. fuck y'all. Anyways, yeah. um, it says, um, Fuck having someone who loves me more than anything. I want someone who loves himself more than anything. If you really, really love yourself, you respect yourself enough to respect and love others genuinely and wholeheartedly. You have integrity and you're loyal. Straight up. Like, I mean, and that's, like, like you said, nobody just, there's no selfishness in that. But, like, if you selfishly love yourself mm-hmm. to the extent you're not going to bring anything toxic into your environment. Exactly. You don't like, want it. You don't want it. Like, you're not going to bring something into your environment that you're not going to be loyal to, that you're not going to be honest to, that you're not going to trust because it affects you. Exactly. So it, being selfish in that sense is like you're protecting yourself. If I look at you and I know that you're, you're, you're not going to be trustworthy, that you're, you're going to cheat and you're going to lie to me, I'm not bringing that into my environment because that's going to fuck me up. And I don't want to be fucked up. You know why people, when they first come across a person, they, they're peeping, they're looking like females would be looking at your nails, looking at your shoes, you know, checking out your hygiene. It's because they know if you take care of yourself, it's a good chance that the things around you are going to be clean. It's also a good chance that you're going to, tr- you're going to take care of them. You're going to make sure they're clean and they have their shit together. If you come across a dirty person, you're already going to know their car's dirty. You're going to know their house is dirty. And... Once again, if you're not taking care of yourself, why would you take care of somebody else? Makes no uh, makes no makes sense. Absolutely no sense. And that's just little things like that that people overlook because that it's little things like that people overlook because they tend to forget the little things when they're chasing the big picture, which is wanting to be in love. Because that's the big picture. People want to be in love. They want to get married. They want to have kids. White picket fence. The American dream. I want to be in love. I want to be married. I want to have kids. You keep that white picket fence. <sighs> you want those things, but how long are you willing to wait? How long is your mind programmed to wait for those things? I'm a very impatient person. I know. I'm a I very know. impatient person. I know. Because you, you're about to have a mental breakdown. This is your home. You love this place. Bro, I paced around this place <laughs> relentlessly. Like, I would just go from room to room to room to room to room. I laid on the couch. I laid on the bed. I was like, fuck it. I'm going to lay on the bathroom floor. I'm going to lay on the closet floor. Bro, I was just like, and I'm trying to think, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? Where can I go? And it just nothing was coming to mind. And I, start, I started to have like a mini anxiety attack. Oh, man. I'm telling you. the Bro, best. I told you I started calling everybody. I don't blame you. But you, you're calling these people, but a lot of times you need to be around them. This is true. You know? I, did, I did move to the other side of town. Yeah, you know, and um, that every, I, I sit here and act like I'm just never lonely. But for the most part, I never have to be alone like that for obvious reasons. And I remember back in the days when I would, when I would, you know, technically be alone. I swear, like, I 
felt the easiest the easiest solution was to get around people. Like what what uh what Mitch had said on Paid in Full. You know, I gotta get out, man. I, I need to feel some love. <laughs> I mean, come on, like if you have those moments, you know, like and I'm personally I'm trying to make it to where it's cheaper for everybody. I don't. I feel like if anything, you don't need to be going bar hopping and nah. getting in meaningless situations with people that you're only going to see for that one day. Actually, go places. You know that's why the that's why the churches are, are consistently full because a lot of those people just want to be around people. Those those people that join church, you know, and start um, being active, being active in the church. A lot of them be lonely, man. You know, and there's other routes to go. Like people people find little obsessions. That way, they they never have to really truly be alone because they they may they may do a bunch of volunteer work in a freaking animal shelter. Yeah, you know they just want to be involved. People that go to they get in marathons and stuff like they're just doing that shit just to be involved and just to be around people because it's at a hundred percent chance that when you go out to those places, all you gotta do is open your mouth. Yeah, and you, and you make a new friend like that, especially in the south. You know, bro, like. When I've been in town, like I've been doing two a days at the gym, I'm down 15 pounds. That's good. Like that's a positive. Just because I wore it, I was like, all right, I'm going to the gym. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna go run a couple of miles. Gotcha. Since I'm here, I might as well lift something. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's. I, I'm going here. I'm gonna go in here. I'm gonna get some jumpers up. Something. Yeah. Something. That's where it all begins, man. And when you start seeing results, I mean, I think a lot of some of the the biggest gym rats, gym rats. Started off as people that were just lonely, and they needed a they they were either depressed, they needed an escape. Yeah, and that's to me always the better escape. It's either it's either you're gonna choose that escape or you're gonna choose drugs and alcohol. And obviously, drugs and alcohol aren't gonna lead you in a good direction or place where you want to be. It's, it's, it's not gonna it's not gonna make you better for when you're not lonely anymore. Exactly. Unless you just gain some drinking partners, which is a strong possibility. And once again, in the South, it's probably very likely because I I I'm almost. I used to, I used to, when I used to go out by myself, and I was just, it was just all about timing. If I got somewhere and I'm just, you know, it's a Texans game on in a bar, and I'm by myself, somebody's going to say something to me, especially if they see that you're alone, because that's just how people are. You know, they because people are nice. <laughs> people, people are nice. Surprisingly, in those people are nice. Definitely, people are nice in those situations. You, you give a person a little alcohol, a human will surprise you from time to time. <laughs> It's it's when it's when human beings are in situations they don't want to be in when they're terrible people. Human beings are assholes in the morning going to work. You know why? They're going to work and they don't want to go to work. No, they don't want to be there. This is true. So they're dicks. It's that simple. But then a human being that's going to, you know, oh, I'm finna go to my girlfriend's house or I'm gonna go to my boyfriend's house. You call that person in that in that set in that set in those seconds, they may be the nicest person in the world. Because I, they're going somewhere they want to go to. I would be. If I Oh man, here you go. That place to go to. But I, I know don't have for you and your to. situation, you definitely need to. This is my therapeutic advice to you. Okay, another therapist. Yeah, hey man, I, I, I ain't been to school for it yet, but good. That know. means I'm not gonna pay you. <laughs> That's literally the only difference. <laughs> That's it. Wow. But um, you 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 definitely have to plan some stuff in advance. In advance. Um, and start looking towards the summer as getting out to explore more. Because once again, the key to it is actually meeting more people, actually being exposed to other cultures. You got to find distractions, healthy distractions. That's that's my main advice. Because you're, you're going to end up hitting a little stint where you got a lot of free time. And if you can't handle 24 hours, 
boy, two, three weeks, you're going to want to kill yourself. So you got you to gotta start planning for, uh, <laughs> for those moments where... <laughs> say dog. Say dog. Hold the phone. <laughs> I'm just saying, dog. I'm going to be by myself for two or three weeks? It's a possibility. Say, man, no, man. Two I or gotta, three weeks of free time. I got up. Nah. Like a vacation does come up every now and then. I will cancel that shit. <laughs> just to go to work. Just to go to work and be around people. I've taken so many vacations where I just stayed at the house by myself. You can't do that no more. I will cancel that shit. Yeah, you can't. You have to. If you got vacation and you need to use it, you got to start planning some real shit. You got to start making some big moves, some bold moves. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, yeah, it's easy for you to call Both Bold moves in 18. Real talk. It's easy for you to call, you know, family members and all those, you know, those people, you know, just to talk to them. But you're going to have to step out that comfort zone. That comfort zone is a beast. It is a beast. It's a good place to take naps. Let me tell you the magnitude of naps I've been taking. Did I take a nap yesterday? More than likely. Yeah, I, I probably yeah yeah I took a, I took a full blown nap. I got in the bed and took a nap. Oh, that you was doing, a real in the nap. Of the day? I was acting. Oh. <laughs> That's that good shit right there. I had one. And long and long. I'm fighting this cold too. So my body is is more like yes Relax. rest yeah go ahead and rest go ahead and rest. So yeah, but if I was, if I was fully healthy, no, 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 no. no I hope no, not. No, 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 no. What is what is men and FOMO? Oh, okay. So I was talking to one of my homegirls. We were, we were sharing heartbreak stories. And oh, so FOMO, FOMO is a fear of missing out. Oh, okay. So she was telling me about her guy, how like he would tell her all these things about her, but then he would still, you know, portray himself as being single. And she mentioned that he was a younger guy. And I, and I told her, I was like, you know, as much as women have that biological clock ticking, men have it mentally. Like, we're only going to look this good for this long. We're only going to be this popping for this long. True. And so he has a fear of missing out, not on something better, but on missing out on anything. So that's why he, he, he takes in all the attention. That's why, you know, he'll entertain any female that talks to him. Even though he already has one. Even though he already has one. Because he doesn't want to miss out on anything. Damn. That's dangerous. It's an epidemic. That is, yeah. That's, yeah. How, that's how you lose a good one. Yeah. Cause I, I I don't really you know, you be you be telling me I can't say certain shit so I gotta make sure I, re- I phrase this right yeah check your shit God, I really don't need to check anything fuck the, all the niggas be honest oh. with you <laughs> like oh. you can live your life right oh. I don't want to have to rephrase anything oh. but I'm gonna just say it like this hypothetically speaking okay we live in a world where sometimes it's hard to tell a married man from a single man and that's because it ain't too many married niggas out there. That even know how to live a married a married man life. No examples. Yeah. More than likely, maybe their dads. Which maybe. Maybe. And if 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 that line is so, if the line is so thin between what a married man and a single man is supposed to act like, what the fuck? Like the dating market is fucked up right now. You you you're learning on the fly, and then also you think you can maintain and be the same person that you've always been. Which a, is a lot of a lot of people. Oh, I don't, I don't. You know, I like her because she didn't try to change me, or, or this, that, and the other. It's like, yeah, she's not supposed to try to change you. You're supposed to want to change yourself. Yeah, you're supposed to adjust for the situation. I just feel like it shouldn't be so damn drastic. I feel like you should still be able to be yourself. But at the end of the day, my nigga, you got a wedding ring on. Yeah, have some respect for that wedding ring because we already know that having a wedding ring on means 
your pussy rate's finna go up. I'm, I'm, and to me, I've always, I always say this when people say, oh, such and such cheated, you know, and they get mad at the side person. It's not their job to protect the sanctity of your marriage. At all. Like, that is between you and your wife. Like, you're supposed to go out and you're supposed to be a representation of her. Like, when she goes out, she's a representation of you. Do people forget that? Like, I, th- I think I think it's like, like my mom told me when I was when when I was young. Like, you know, when you go out, you represent me. Yeah, when I went until to you represent exactly. your wife, you represent me. Exactly. And don't go out there and make me look bad. See, that's just, that was that's made an epiphany. That's like, I think that's probably where it started. Like, people did such a poor job of simply going to their public school, representing their parents. So when they had to transition over to be adults, they couldn't do it because it was the same type of atmosphere. You're you're you know, you're you're representing somebody, but if you're how do I say selfishly ignorant, you can't put yourself in their shoes, meaning you can't be in school thinking to yourself, you know what, what would my mama think? Like, people don't, if you don't start off questioning yourself at a young age, what would my mama think? What would my daddy think? What would my family think if they knew that I was in here running around slapping girls on the ass? Or as a female, you know, getting caught in the restroom, you know, sucking cock. Like, I'm just saying, like, if you actually put yourself in those positions at a young age to where you're actually thinking about other people being considerate, when you become an adult and you get a mate, you you should it should be a lot easier for you to be like well you know I'm going out of town with my boys and as I go out of town with my boys wedding ring or not I gotta think you know what I'm just saying I gotta think about the fact that you know, how would I feel if my girlfriend was doing this it, that's that's always been my thought like you know how would I feel if this was happening to me on the other end it, that's and some kids just don't just care don't, some people don't care and some people just flat out forget they don't think about it. And then if you, if and it's like if you don't care, why are you stringing this other person alone? Why you are you man. exposing them to this potential heartache? Niggas need to get out of the dating market. Niggas don't want to pull themselves from the dating market. FOMO. Yeah. Like yeah. FOMO. That's funny. Like if you if you feel that you, that this person isn't the best one for you, you shouldn't be dating them. You shouldn't be you shouldn't be wasting their time. Niggas know when somebody's the best one for them. It's just that. And I was explaining it to my homegirl earlier. Some dudes are just opportunists at heart. They got something great right there, and they're taking advantage of it. Like, it's not a lot of dudes out there that can say, you know, I'm in a relationship with this girl. She'll mind if I go out with y'all. She'll mind if I kick it with y'all. She'll mind if I got to split my time up between 50-50 her and y'all. She don't mind. Oh, and she minds. There are some females out there that don't really care just based on the fact that they want to they don't ever want to come off as clingy or they, want, they don't want to smother you. They want to be so the cool girlfriend. They want to be the cool go- girlfriend. And then that nigga, being the natural opportunist that he is, is going to fuck up. Because he sees this window. It's like, shit, well, I get to go out with my homeboys like this. Well, she probably ain't going to mind if I, you know, you know this little chick right I'm, I'm, I'm out with. I'm just going to tell her I'm out with the boys and she ain't going to do no trip and she ain't going to be checking on me or nothing like that. Because she's the cool girlfriend. See, being that cool girlfriend is almost like being that cool parent. It's a lot of psychological damage that you could do to a child or do to a mate because that when you're being too cool, you're putting them in a situation where they don't know what y'all are anymore. As a, as a parent that's trying to be too cool, they start thinking y'all just for y'all, y'all friends. And I tell my son all the time, nigga, I'm not your friend. But at the same time, 
I don't feel like I need to discipline you every single thing you do, nigga. You got to learn to walk yourself through a lot of these situations that you're getting through in life now because situations are going to get a lot harder. And the, and when those situations get harder, you got to realize that, oh, I need to take these teachings that I learned previously and apply them now. If you never learn these teachings, then you're just going to be out there shit out of luck. Shit out of luck. So for me, I you know, I guess this is what we do, like damn near words of advice. I would think... For me, giving myself advice as I'm going into, if I'm going into a new relationship, I'm definitely going to make sure that we have real grown-up conversations. Uh, and we're constantly self-checking the relationship. I think a lot of t- times people fall away from self-checking the relationship. Shit may go good for a month straight and nobody's talking about anything anymore. But there's no way that in a whole month everything is perfect. Yeah, I, I feel I feel you almost just need to sit down in front of each other and say, "Hey, how how are you feeling? Yeah, are you okay? Are you happy? Is there is there anything going on?" I hate that the you... question though. Sometimes, it, I, yeah, it's a hard question because you can you can say, "Well, I'm happy about this. I'm happy about that," and then you know, be like, "Overall, I might be happy," but you also gotta say, "Is there anything going on that that you know that I need to know about? That I need to know about? Is there anything that?" Like like my girl, she would she would ask me, you know, is is there anything? Is there do I need to worry about anything? Do I need no, no baby, you don't need to worry about anything. Like she, I, two I could, weeks later, uh, I kind of find no, it funny. No, not even that, not oh. even that. Like I would like she would ask me, you know, is there is there anything? Is should I be should I be worried about something or anything? Like, no, no. And see me, I'm always like, well, why why do you ask that? You know, do you are you feeling a kind of way? Like I want to get to the root cause, like because to me that sounds like you know there's there's an insecurity that you have about yourself or about me. And so I want to get to that root cause, like what is causing you to feel that way? Oh, well, you know, I seen that you were texting this girl and, you know, I don't know who she is. So I don't, I, I don't know what's, what's going on. All right, boom. You know, this is what this is. This is my coworker. You know, we talking about the assignment next week or whatever, what have you. Like, you know, but get all the way to the root of it. Don't just ask, you know, is everything okay? Yeah, for the most part, you know, I, I, overall everything's okay. All right, cool. And move on. Like, no, you have to be able to pick up on those clues that, it ain't all okay. It ain't. It ain't never all okay. And also, you have to have you have to have the courage to say, "No, something is not right." You know, I'm feeling this way because of something you did, or I'm feeling this way because of something I'm unsure of. You got to be able to speak up too. You just can't say, "Yeah, I'm not going to rock the boat." Straight up. Like got you got to you got to be willing to rock the boat. Got to be willing. Because if boat. you don't rock the boat now, by the time all this little shit adds up, it's gonna capsize. Oh yeah. Trust me, I know. Because I wouldn't <laughs> rock the boat, a lot of little shit added up, boat capsized. And then I went back and I was like, well, shit, if I would have addressed this one thing earlier, earlier, wouldn't have got to this it point. It would have stayed as a nugget instead of a boat. It would have stayed as a nugget. It would have been a pebble. We would have crushed it. We would have moved on. Straight up. But I let it build up because I didn't communicate that. I was like, oh, overall, everything's okay. Yeah, we're passive aggressive. It happens. It happens. Humans. It happens. Damn humans. <laughs> yeah. God dog on humans. But, um,. I, and I was, as I'm sitting here thinking, at the end of the day, you kind of got to treat a relationship like a business. Bottom line. And businesses always get a self-check. Yeah. They always have... You audit, get an audit. Audit periods. You always have those... That like, for in my job, we have production meetings. We have leadership meetings. You know, we have... You know, different departments have their meetings because you need that... You need that weekly check. You need that annual check. You need that uh, quarter check. You know, like... You gotta be able to reevaluate the situation and just make sure that it's going in a healthy direction. Because if not, 
Shit, even McDonald's or or you can end up in a Sam's, a Sam's or a Walmart situation where you just closing stores out of the blue. Yeah. Because clearly, they wouldn't they wouldn't doing their quarterly checks. Somebody was messing. Somebody up. fucked some shit up. Yeah. And well, you just out of the blue, oh, nigga, stores are shutting down. Nigga, what? Sam's Club? How do you how do you just shut down a Sam's Club? Nigga, they got memberships. <laughs> Y'all making money you anyway. Pay to, you pay to come shop here. I pay to come spend my money here. If a twenty four hour fitness lifetime fitness is the fitness places that are still charging over $30 are still standing strong and they're competing with Planet Fitnesses and uh, and Fitness Connections that are only charging $10. $10 a then month. Tell they're you charging something. $10 a month and a lot of times I have a lot better equipment. Yeah. And if that, if, if, if a 24-hour fitness, a lifetime, an LA fitness, whatever, if they're still competing in the fitness market with those technically overly priced prices, then Sam Club's out here tripping because clearly... The twenty-four hour fitness corporate team—they're doing their—they're t- doing their checks. They're making sure that the market is still in a place where their price isn't retarded. You know, and, and Lifetime is what sixty bucks. You know, I, I don't know how it is. Lifetime, Lifetime is ridiculous, Not, and, and that host that host still be kind of packed, bro. That's, <sighs> it's, I, I ride by it every now and then, and that parking lot is still about at 60 percent. You you really like the gym if you go to Lifetime. Man, you or or you or or again you you weed out the people who are there yeah, just in the exactly. way. That's what I was telling my friend about online dating. She was going to sign up and she was like, "Oh well, this one's free." And I was like, "Yeah, you get a lot of creepers when it's free. Like a they, lot of creepers. It's like you get you get the Tinder crowd when it's free because like you just eh. oh, man, but see when you start paying for it and you get the eHarmony and the Match dot com <laughs> that that require you to sign up and and commit for like a year. You know, then it's like okay, these people are serious. Dog, speaking of that shit, my coworker, you know, he's heavy on the Tinder POF scene. And I call him a Tinder king because that nigga, he be like on a different Tinder date every two weeks. So basically, I know he's just slanging his cock around the city. That's, that's what I was going to ask because, like, is, is Tinder just really just slang cock? Based on what he was saying, he says that people approach Tinder a lot differently. And this is my opinion. They approach Tinder a lot differently because it's connected to their Facebook account. So some of the rules, I think that's the wrong, that's the one that's connected to you. You have to have a Facebook in order to have a Tinder. And with that being said, and since you have those guidelines with Facebook, it kind of carries over in the, in the Tinder. And I think people pretend to approach it with, in, with a dating mind state, but at the end of the day, they just they're trying to get some ass. So Tinder is just a little more organized now. From what he said with POF, based on the story he told me, he says POF has pretty much just become like Backpage. Wow. Straight up. Wow. He says that it's a current scam going on on POF to where you can, you can you know, get, some, get a match or whatever, you know, see some potential, have a female in your inbox or whatever, you know, she's, you know, chatting you up. And then she's like, you know, you know, I see you got a few pictures. Can you get, can you give me some personal ones? And then you're like, you know, cool, you know, you probably feel like these pictures. Oh, let me show you that I'm, I'm not ugly. So you send her some pictures or whatever. And depending on the type of dude you are, you may send some with your shirt off. You may send, you know, you know. It, I mean, if you work out, you're proud of your physique. Exactly. And it tends to happen. And it goes twice, It goes the other way around, too. You know, you might have some, you know, females sending, you know, bikini top pictures or whatever. But the current scam is it works a lot easier for women because of the, of the society that we live in now with the Me Too society going on. So what happens is 
you you catch yourself in a dateline situation where you're sending this female pictures and obviously you know you're you're you you she chose you or you chose her, but more than likely you're like, okay, I have the um, I have a, a age range. I'm only messing with 21 and up or something like that. So when I'm sending this person pictures, I'm like, okay, you know, we're we're two adults sending pictures. We both can send send these pictures, and all of a sudden they stop they stop messaging me. Two three weeks down the line, I get a phone call from this from this uh, federal agent saying, hey, you know, you were, you were sending uh, pictures to um, Sonia. And you're like, yeah, yeah, that rings a bell. Yeah, you met her on POF? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, well, it turns out she's only 15 years old. I'm like, wow. He said, like, hold on. But she said on POF. <laughs> Look at her profile. Yeah, it says <laughs> I she's I still got 20, these messages. Yeah, she's 24, 25, you know, and we consented to send these pictures. What's the problem? He's like, well, she's 15. Her parents are pressing charges because you were coming at her pretty aggressive. And blah, blah, blah. And I'm just looking like, females, women know how to talk to a man to loosen, loosen them up to where I can imagine, you know, you, you have a female. You may not be in the sexting, but this female's hot. So you're like, you know, I'm going to give it a try. Yeah. Because, and then <clears throat> in, his, in his situation, <clears throat> you're, you're sexting a 15-year-old. So now. But, but at times, like, I remember being in high school and, like, well, I was like eighteen, like like you know that those four years, like everybody's free game basically. Yeah, in high school, yeah. And so like you know, she's fifteen, I'm eighteen. You know, I'm legal, she's not. But it's like I'm looking at her like you know we could date. I mean, legally, morally, let, and legal. Let let the record show. When I was eighteen, my girlfriend was nineteen. I've never dated anybody that was younger than me. Interesting. As a minor, when I turned, when I turned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never dated anybody. I mean, I've, honestly, I've, heard, I've always pretty much had like that three or four year range. And I mean, I mean, I mean yeah. it just made sense. Like I said, that's why I say morally. I mean, if if an 18 year old, if, if a dude is a senior in high school dating a chick fresh out of middle school, morally, it feels it seems kind of weird. But when you think about the, the mental compass, I've, I've, I've actually seen that in my high school. Like it. Granted, I went to a very small high school, so yeah. slim pickings. But like, I've seen that. Like, yeah, he's a senior, she's a freshman, and, and when you okay. think about it, I mean, that could be fourteen, fifteen. He's just turning eighteen. That's not really that significant of a difference. But the mental capacities are there. I would think somebody that was in high school for, on his fourth year is a much more mature than a, a, a girl just coming out of middle school. You would hope. Body wise, she might be mature, but mentally, come on. So, yeah. It is what it is, but now we're talking about thirty-year-old men messing with fifteen-year-olds, and that disgusting. right there is easy to manipulate. So the new scam is when you get yourself into that situation, <clears throat> the officer pretty much says, "Well, I'm going to get you in contact with the parents. They want to press charges, but they're willing to settle. <coughs> settle for what? <laughs> what are you settling?" <laughs> so he's like, "Yeah, you know, I contact the parents, and the parents are like, yeah." Sonya just got into a car accident, blah, blah, blah. And the last, one of the last things that we saw on the phone, she was messaging you. You're like, well, I messaged this chicken two, three weeks. What <laughs> the hell she been doing? She's she bored as shit. She's 15 years old, 16 years old, getting in car, totaling her car, and she's in a hospital. Uh, we need help on the bills. Mm. 
Okay. I'm saying, Mr. FBI, man, you need to come sit in my in my kitchen. Cause like, <laughs> I ain't never ever heard nothing like this before. You trying to get me to settle out of court because your child got into a car accident and you're basically trying to blackmail me. I'm gonna take that blackmail option because like, <laughs> let's go to court. Let's yeah, see let's let's go to court because it's like all the all the. It's all on She's my been side. out here misrepresenting herself. Let's go to court. Yeah, and I've never touched her before, so I'm pretty confident that I'm going to win. And I'm going to keep this couple thousand dollars in my pocket because <laughs> you just need to get you a, a, a better insurance. Yeah. That's my Or line. any insurance at all. Yeah. And that's just a new scam that's going on. So I, I even feel like it's getting to the point where online dating is just a, a, it's just a, a pit of, you're taking a huge chance these days because there's some predators online. Oh, definitely. And it's all about money, man. And, it's all and, about money. And like my friend that was talking about online dating was like, you just got to get out more. Like, you know, I know you just finished your master's. You're working on your CPA. You, Low-key, you really don't have time to date anybody. But you just got to get out more. If that's, that's what if, you're, that? No, that's what I was telling her. Oh, okay. Like, if that's what you're trying to do is date new people, you just need to get out more. Pretty much. I'm not trying to date new people, so I'm not trying to get out more. I'm just trying not to lose my damn mind. I got you. I got you. What is the serious relationships about? Like when you say Okay, when when people say when people say, you know, oh, this is a serious relationship, this is a serious relationship. Is there any relationship that people enter that's not serious? Like to me, I've never been in I've never said we are in a relationship and it not be serious. You know, like 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 can you break that down for me? Because I can't break that down. Like any relationship that I'm in is serious. If I'm if we made it to the point where I'm your boyfriend, you're my girlfriend, this is serious. If we if we don't have any titles, we're trying to figure it out. I don't even consider that to be a relationship. I'll be honest with you, we're just dating. I'd just like to reference Black Mirror episode four of Hang the DJ. I feel like those were situations where you're in situation. You're in situ- you're in relationships that aren't serious, just based off the fact that one of you subconsciously doesn't see this getting to marriage. One of you subconsciously doesn't see this going that far. You're literally just passing time because if you're in a rebound relationship, you're not in a serious relationship. Very true. People will never truly admit when they're in a re- rebound relationship. Some people can't recognize it. One person might not be in a rebound relationship. Very it only true. Only one person. One one person might be like, "This is who I've been waiting on." This other yeah. person's like, "Yeah, I'm just trying to get this ass for a few months before I can mentally, so I can mentally move on." Mm-hmm. So, obviously, at a certain age, pretty much every relationship where you're literally locking someone down and pulling them off the dating market, it's a serious relationship. But nowadays, with shit being kind of like episode four, um, I just gotta say, man, it's. It's a lot of people that are just running around right now, just exchanging fluids, hoping, just waiting on that next person that they deem is gonna be the one. They can't. It's everybody wants to think that they're in a serious relationship, but a lot of times they're not. Sometimes it's just it's 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 one person that is serious, and the other person is just playing around. That's why you gotta have those quarterly checks. <laughs> <laughs> how, how you doing? How you feeling? You know, because you just. <laughs> You really, really want to believe that every relationship you get into is serious, but the reality is a lot of these relationships you get into aren't serious until you can actually sit down and identify the level of 
seriousness in the relationship. And people don't do that a lot. No. I'm, in a, I'm in a relationship with boyfriend and girlfriend, so it's serious. Mm. Mm. See, see, to me, if I'm in a relationship, I'm boyfriend, your girlfriend, I'm looking to go to distance. You, you to me, you, to me, you, I'm yeah. looking to go to distance. Yeah, I'm trying to. We're, uh, this, we're, this is marriage potential. Yeah. If, if I don't see marriage potential, we're dating because I don't I either don't know right now or I know it's not going to go there. And, and I'm a lot of college relationships and high school relationships weren't serious relationships. Oh no, not at all. You, know, you might have thought they were. Yeah, I mean, but don't get me wrong. I know some some people that they met their college sweethearts and they married today. You know, and I know the extreme opposite. I know people that was. They seven years, and you was like, they they seven years. They gonna get married eventually. Neither one of them was serious. They wasn't serious. Isn't that just crazy? They just you know, they, they 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 actually were just best friends. Yeah, they were just best friends that became roommates. And, and people and, and I, I think I think that's what if I really think about my last relationship, I think the thing that killed my last relationship was we never truly were friends. It just went from I met you, I think you're cute. Let's let's take it there. We both grown. We know that we know where this is trying to go. Yeah. But then eventually it just got to the point where like, nah, nigga, you ain't doing. And um, that's once again, you you want to believe that it was a serious relationship, but it really wasn't. It was just a. It was like back in the day when you got America Online, you got it free for thirty days. It's just a trial period. It's just it's just they last longer than they're supposed to. Yeah. I know, I know, I know, but um, yeah, we we. We we live in a society today where you, terms are used loosely, but if you actually look at the Webster def, definition of something, I think a lot of people shouldn't even they shouldn't say serious because it ain't. No. It, 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 it ain't. And 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 that's why I said you know when you sit down with somebody on a first date or your first couple of dates and you ask them you know where do you want to be in five years, like if they can tell you something that's nowhere near where you want to be, then hey this isn't going to turn into something serious. Like, you're not going to just adjust how you feel overnight and be like, you know what? You told me your five-year plan, and I think I want to adopt that one. I think I want that same five-year plan. It just doesn't work that way. Mm-mm, mm-mm. And you were saying something the other day about settling or sitting your ass down. I don't I mean, recall. It's, it's, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, I know. You, you say a lot of shit. I say a lot. I don't, I don't always write it down. I, I guess uh, this is written down. <laughs> That's why I brought it up. But I guess when I when I hear the term settling, I tell people all the time, when you're settling, you are some you're to me it's there's a there's a degree of I'm tired. I'm tired of 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 hoeing or I'm tired of dating. I'm tired. I'm tired. Right. A nigga tired. <laughs> and uh, Truth you is, know I'm you tired. know yeah, you know women I think they get tend to get tired a lot quicker than men. Definitely. And I think when I hear when I seen that you said settling versus sitting your ass down, I think when you're settling, it's almost like there's a sense of forcing it too. Absolutely. And you're like, I'm finna get out there and find somebody, and it is what it is. I'm gonna do my best. Or sitting your ass down. If you're sitting your ass down, that means that you're willing to let it happen organically. It's either gonna happen or it's not. Yeah, I, I feel like I feel like when you sit your ass down. You've you've met this person. That's the one. Like you've de- you've determined that they're the one. Like like you've determined this is the best that, that I'm ever exactly. going to do. You have like no I'm actually reason. winning. Like yeah. I don't deserve this person to a, to a certain extent. 
And then it's like, well, let me sit my ass down then. Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not settling. You know, it's like, eh, I'm just tired of being alone. I, I want to be with somebody. Oh, this person's gotcha, here. Gotcha. Like, no, this is this is the one. I've, I've overshot my expectations. Let me sit my ass down. So settling is forcing the end game, and sitting your ass down means I, I know I got something good. I need to chill. Right. Got you. Got you. I thought it was like you sort of just like uh, I'm not finna be going online dating. I'm not finna go out anymore. I'ma just you know. I'm not finna. I'm not finna go out with the intentions of finding somebody. I'm just gonna enjoy my life, sit my ass down, and if it happens, it happens. Right. You know, and I think a lot more people need to take that route. Period. Like that type of sitting your ass down because, you know. But it, but we're in the age of attention. Attention is a hell of a drug. Attention is a hell of a drug, and it's like you want this attention, and like, what do you gain from it? I said that in a while. Tem- tem- temporary <laughs> satisfaction, that gratification. See, the, that's what the thing about attention is. It fades so fast. It does. It fades so fast. So when you when you when you get rid of something real for attention, and then that attention fails, you're looking for that real thing again. Oh, I need I, I need I need more substance now. I need more substance now. You had substance, and you yeah. traded substance in for attention. Yeah. And then attention depreciated so goddamn fast. Yep. Now you got to go back to substance. Is substance still gonna be there? Probably not. Probably not. Now you, now you trying to force because it. because there was somebody else that traded attention in for substance before you did, and there's they already reached that. Yeah. Like, All right, let me go get this substance. Here's some substance that somebody else gave away. I'm gonna grab this substance. I'm gonna hold on to it. Personality goes a long way. Long way. You know so. I sit there and I think, I'm like, man, I'm looking, I, I'm sitting here, I, I look at the female, I'm like, damn, she look good, she look good, she look good. And then, you, most guys have been in this situation, they get that dream girl, aesthetically, the way she looks, you know. Obviously, a guy has what he, he a guy has his, uh, I hope she looks like J-Lo, and I hope she'll take care of me, you know, like Michelle Obama. You know, you know I hope she holds me down like that. And then the reality is she may look like J-Lo and act like Amber Rose. Whoa. I'm just saying, you know, like, like I was explaining to somebody the other day, like, everybody thinks they're wifey material. So, and then every, every nigga, most niggas, if they think they're husband material, then more than likely they already are husbands or they're one of the ones on the market that just are getting stepped over heavily. Mm-hmm. Because guys that are husband material and they're not husbands more than likely, they're deemed the nice guy. They're deemed boring. They're they're easily overlooked. That's that's just the society we live in. But um, my point that I was making is, if I'm, how do I say this? If I'm in a situation where I'm with the dream girl, and she turns out to be a nightmare, man. That could, that, could, that could scar you. Oh, yeah. You put your hopes and dreams and, uh, and, and everything into the, to this this image you made of this person. Exactly. Basically. And then they turn out not to fulfill that image. That could that could throw you off track forever. Yeah. Because then you question yourself, like, okay, well, what do I really value? What, exactly. what do I truly, truly look for? That shit never made me lose my train of thought because I just be sitting there thinking, like, damn, I see that shit all the time. Like, man, there'd be some beautiful girls out there. Or it may, even on the other hand, the other hand like, I know it's some, I know it's women out there they see a man, they get him, and they're like, this nigga's horrible. He's the devil. And it's like, man, what is God trying to teach me? 
What's God's plan? Yeah. I don't know. I just I don't I don't see I don't always see the benefit or I don't always see the reasoning behind somebody linking up with a cheater. Cause sometimes I, that person may not even be a cheater. Yeah. And it's just like, why is that that person's karma if they ain't never been no cheater? You know, or why why are they dealing with somebody that is, you know, just an all-out shitty person? It just sometimes sometimes some people just don't deserve it from the outside looking in. And then again, you know, people are uh, people are slaves to their preferences. Very true. Very you know? true. You 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 would it's like you young. when you get this type, you know, that's the type you go for. And yeah. if this type keeps doing you the same way, it's because you have a type. Yeah. And and in today's society with the with the love for attention, we uh, we I joke about it a lot, but <clears throat> you got your dark skinned niggas, you got your light skinned niggas, and they tend to have certain type of personalities. And more than likely, if a female is either is into one or the two, she kind of knows what she should be getting. She's getting herself into by the second or third guy. Yep. You know, although I believe everybody is different, we're only different to a certain extent. That's it. <laughs> you know, men will be men, women will be women. So yeah, that's uh, that's interesting. Very, very, very interesting. You got anything else, my G? Oh man, you know I wanted to uh, have some fun here, and um, before we get out, talk about politics. Politics as usual. Politics as usual. <laughs> oh man, I just I said something about the women's march earlier, and I think it's funny because um, I realized that, like I predicted, it, it wasn't that heavy on my timeline this time. No, because nobody won't. People won't admit it, but. You do things like this more and more, it's just getting to the point where people are growing numb to it. And I bring that up to say, it was so funny to me how nobody truly realized that when we went from Obama to Trump, the, the, the transition in what the media chose to focus on. Because for a damn near eight years, I want to say Trayvon Martin happened in 09. Was it 07 or 09 that Trayvon Martin happened? I want to say it happened under the Obama administration. Uh, oh, yeah, it was definitely sure. under the Obama So I'm going to say it was 09, the earliest. And from that moment on, for at least six or seven years straight, the media focused on police brutality. Yep. And I brought it up on the end of our show last week because I really feel like people need to understand something. One is that the media does not give a fuck about you. The media is here to either to either make you happy or make you mad. And right now, they are choosing to make America mad. And by doing that, they're choosing to make America mad, and at the same time, they want to tear down men as much as possible. Because when you make a shift from police brutality to every fucking week, you got a different man of power being accused of sexual assault or rape. And that shit is a problem. And it's such a problem that women probably think that they're winning right now, but they're starting, they should be realizing that just like that women's march that occurred the other day, it's starting to get to the point where people are growing numb to it. And it's going to be fucked up when people are screaming rape on Aziz Asari and everybody's on Aziz's side. Yeah. You have a problem. There is a problem. And the true problem isn't just, isn't just sex ed. It's, it's, a society's, it's society's moral compass 
that needs to be checked. Like the more and more I hear about the Aziz story, the more and more I'm like, ah, what actually happened here? Like, like I mean, he's not even a man of power. He's just a regular guy. I, I mean, depending on which circle you're in. Yeah, yeah, depending I, on which circle you're in. Yeah, I'm saying a regular guy as far as I know plenty of black women that if they saw Aziz, they wouldn't know who the fuck he was. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, He's not a megastar. Uh, but but, but even at the same time, woman. you know, if I was in a place with Harvey Weinstein, I wouldn't have known who he was. Uh, exactly. You know, which is so. very true. We know, we know power. Put it like this. Depending on where you were. Yeah. And if Harvey was there, you know, you'd be like, okay, I don't know who that is, but he's, he might be somebody. We in Fogo that child, and he dressed down like this is just a regular restaurant. Yeah, because to him it is. <laughs> yeah, you know, so I, I, I don't put on tie. Yeah, you know, I'm all dressed up. This nigga's in a bowling hat, bowling shirt, <laughs> looking like Charlie Sheen. But um, you know, you you can't you know and you don't know. But my thing is, with these men being constantly torn down since Trump has been in office, it's almost like that's what the that's the route the media chose to take because we didn't choose a woman president. That's all. That's what it. That's what it's. That's what it's becoming. That's why. I don't trust CNN, I don't trust Fox, I don't trust none of these news networks because once again, when we had a black president, it's almost like y'all were trying to do it in a in a fly way, like, yeah, y'all might have a y'all might have a nigga in office, but these police out there still beating y'all ass. <laughs> and basically what's going on and, and what's going on now is we have a we have a, a sexist or a bigot in the office. So while we have this sexist and bigot in the office, the media wants to concentrate on sexist type of events. To the point where, can somebody tell me, can somebody truthfully tell me what sexual assault is? What is sexual harassment? I saw chicks on Tumblr bitching about catcalls. I'm like, hold on now. Y'all talk about catcalling. You talk about a, you talk about some construction workers, see a hot chick, and I'm saying this to be sexist, see a hot chick walk by and they whistle at them. Does that truly offend you? Does it offend you if you find that person attractive? Does it offend you? Not only if it finds it attractive, if it makes you feel good. Because I remember an episode of Kings of Queens, Kings of Queens, where um, his wife purposely would walk by the construction workers <laughs> to get the cat call because she wanted to feel good. And for some women, that does make them feel good. Yeah. For a 45-year-old woman to be in a gym and then they, this 24, 25-year-old young attractive man says something to her, that's going to boost her spirit. That's her hard work paying off. Yeah, but then you get that same 24, 25-year-old dude say the same thing to a 25, 24-year-old woman right now. He's sexual harassing her. You see what I mean? Yeah. It's a, it's, it's that, that line is almost basically, totally distorted. Basically, sexual harassment is unwanted attention. But you can determine that, like, it could be me and you. Yeah. You say this one line to a woman. She likes it. Yeah. I say the line to the woman. She no, she doesn't disgusted. like it. Exactly. That's sexual harassment mm-hmm. because she didn't like my advances. She, you said the exact same thing, but she liked your advances. Mm-hmm. I said a lot of. The, I forgot who said it, but it was like, shit. If Brad Pitt would have said it, you would have said nothing. Wouldn't have said nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know. You know, and that's and that and that's to me. You, you would have tossed Brad that box. Exactly, and to me, that's fucked up because it's not definitive. You can't. You cannot. It's, it's the NFL catch rule. <laughs> it's a, it's, it's, it's a judgment call. Coin. Yeah. And that's not fair. That's not fair to women or men because nobody knows what to do anymore. And with that happening, you got motherfuckers turning to sex dolls now. Sex doll ain't gonna call no sex, call the police on you. They ain't gonna file no charges on you. 
Right now they won't. Not yet. But, uh, <laughs> I don't know. You got the sex dolls and you got the robot that's running around here too. You can't run the sex doll or sex robot. Oh no, no, you got a legit robot. This, this is not even a sex robot. You 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 didn't see no oh, thing yeah, about the, the one that was dancing and shit though, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, people joking, but it's 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 population control. There there it's population control because the more people that you get to buy into the sex doll, the more people you have not reproducing. Yeah. You know, that's why that's why homosexuality to these hotep and unk niggas and like people that are pro black. Like if you're truly pro black, you're 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 about black family and you're against homosexuality. It's just bottom line. Right. So if you're pro black, you're about black you're about black love and reproducing with you know, black woman and black man. I, I don't knock it. It is what it is. You want to preserve your race like white people. Uh, <laughs> you want to preserve your race and you feel like it's essential to preserve your race within your race because you want to live on and you want to grow. Yeah. So you want your race to be around. Exactly. So as you are pushing people more and more to sex dolls, you're not only making people even more sexual, even more socially awkward, you're also putting them in a situation to where you're you're basically supporting the ideal of you don't have to have sex with other uh, another human. <laughs> you don't need another human. You don't need another human for you almost can, anything. Now. You can stay on your computer and you can chat or you can text people all day long, and then you can go and have sexual gratification with this doll that you have. Exactly. So you already don't need somebody in front of you to have conversations with. You already gonna get to the point where Uber and Lyft are gonna be gonna be you know done by self-driven cars. So you're not even gonna be talking to anybody. You're already getting to the point where you know so many apartments are building their own gyms. So you're not really gonna have to go to an actual gym anymore. Why do you need to go to a gym? You're not interacting with with people unless you're just really into preserving your life. Very true, you know, and and it's just gonna get to the point where. It's gonna be clear that the powers that be just want people to stay in the house. That's why I always tell people: if you go back and go watch the movie Wally, they predicted a lot of this shit. It, they predicted a humanity that was a society that was lazy, totally dependent on technology, and they wouldn't they won't talk to each other anymore. Yeah, you know, and that's why I feel like podcasting is important because it still has that. It still leaves that element of conversation you still have that's why it's getting to the point where people are starting to go to to game nights and kickbacks a lot more because there there are still people out there that are more old school that are still craving that you know those interactions with actual humans i don't want to just sit there and facetime with people anymore i don't want to just sit there and text people i don't want to just like yourself anymore Nigga, let's link up. Let's talk. <laughs> let's hang out. You know? We both we both sitting at the house on the couch doing nothing, but we sitting here going back and forth liking each other's posts. We might as well go hang out. Let's go grab a drink. Yeah. Let's, let's grab a coffee. Let's have some, have some coffee. Exactly. Something. Something. Yeah. And um, it, for, for, for me to, to constantly see the way, the direction in which society is going, it's just funny to me because I know that people are just going with the flow. They just, they love the trend. Yeah. And um, with that being said, like, 
the other day, was it January 20th at midnight, Drake dropped two songs. And I'm not the biggest Drake fan in the world, and I also don't hate Drake. But I find it hilarious to me how people jumped on the bandwagon so fast. And I listened to both songs like three or four times. And I was like, I believe God's plan is a lot better than Diplomatic Community. Which, but at the same time, it's not really saying much because I don't think either song is amazing or breathtaking. Do we get amazing or breathtaking anymore? From Drake, see, anymore. <laughs> anymore, Period. anymore. It, see, that's what general. I'm saying. See, we, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. We've just, we're just going with the flow. And it's, it's like, that's how, that's how it's going to happen. We, something, you know, something mediocre drops at, at midnight. The, the, the wave is to, 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 either, to either love it or don't say nothing. Yeah. You know, so it's just like you got a bunch of people out there streaming this Drake song. They may not even like it, but fuck it. That's what everybody else is doing. So I want to be comfortable. I want to be in my comfort zone, and I don't want to seem like a hater or oddball. So what the what the group chat say? You know, oh, oh you know, there was the mixed reviews. Uh, well, granted, Briscoe didn't listen to the song. I know he did. Ah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he probably didn't. He was Which, just being asked. Once again, like I said, I wasn't blown away. Don't think the songs were terrible, but I just thought that the immediate reaction was hilarious because I'm like, like Briscoe, nigga, did you even listen to the song? <laughs> you, I wonder if you, you went people... through it, but you you pick you pick up on things like I never pick up on things the first time I listen to a song. Yeah, I literally damn near have to be in the car driving to pick up a lot of us of a song. Why are they going so fast? I don't know, but um, that's that's where going with the flow can could also be a a huge issue. For you know, for for us as a whole, and um, I think that's something that needs to be checked too, you know. But once again, um, I'm just gonna sit back, relax, and see where shit goes because I'm not powerful enough to really just make people think outside that box. Yeah. Um, and lastly, when it comes to politics, I, I mentioned shithole countries last week. Oh, and man. before we leave off, once again. I still find it funny that nobody has found any solid proof that he said it or not. Yeah, there's there's never any solid proof on, on what Donald has said. That's crazy to me. That's it's scary. Just, you just drop a rumor. It's like let me let me spread this rumor. That is scary, dog. Like that's how much power the media has to where they're so angry. They're just like, you know what? We finna just make up some shit. Because that nigga ain't done nothing wrong in a while. <laughs> and we finna just make up some shit just to piss people off. They, make... talk, they talking about the economy is the best it's ever been. Let's throw some salt. Man, that nigga said them, them country shitholes. And I'm like, I swear when it was initially being talked about, he was referring to Haiti and like the Dominican Republic or something. And it started off, man, it's funny how you call it shithole countries or countries where most of the population is brown people. And all of a sudden I'm looking up. They're like, he said Africa was a shithole country. I'm like, I didn't even know Africa wasn't even in the conversation. First of all, Africa isn't a country. <laughs> no, but that, that, I hate when people do that. No, that was definitely a continent. <laughs> they like to throw that the whole, the whole country of Africa. Word? Word? You want to talk mean, about somebody being ignorant, you just called Africa a country. A That's country? A That's a bit. A country? <laughs> I'm like, come on. Seriously? Realistically? When you're being politically incorrect, there is no way in the world that these same caring thoughts and prayer ass people are even, Haiti is not even an afterthought to them. No. 
you know, just sticking to the, if, if Haiti is such a peaceful, loving country, people get mad at the aspect of somebody saying move there, but the nigga don't even move there. Go visit. Y'all ain't visiting there. Oh, but when you visit, you visit vacation Haiti. Is there even a, is there even vacation Haiti? I doubt it. I don't even think there's vacation. You, you visit vacation it. Jamaica. Yeah, I doubt it. You don't visit real Jamaica. You it, go to vacation yeah, you go Jamaica. To resort Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. You know, you go into Puerto Rico. You go into the resorts. It's people that still go to Puerto Rico to this day. Yeah, because the resorts are fine. It's the it's the actual city. The infrastructure is trash. Oh, you gonna get that resort back up because it's making money. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting how money flows. Just you know, God. But then you get we get mad at stuff like somebody saying a shithole country, but then on a constant, on a weekly basis, y'all are saying fuck Trump, fuck Trump, fuck Trump. It's like, come on. Are you mad because he's saying a curse word? <laughs> and you just said a curse word too. He said oh, he said a country was a shithole country. One, you have no proof that he said that. And even if he did say it, why why are you taking that to heart? If, if you, especially if you don't live in that country. If you, you don't live there and you truly don't even care about these places. No. You know you don't. Are you, are you, sitting, are you, are you trying to better Haiti? And then he's like, he's like oh, you built these huts? These shithole-ass huts in this shithole-ass country? No. People love the fake caring, bro. And it's just, it's hilarious. And I'm just saying, the people that I've seen have yet to show any proof that they truly care. Although they don't have to show me any proof. I just find it hilarious that people care so much now. And it's like, bruh, when they went through those earthquakes, those series of earthquakes years back, and they were promised certain funding that they still haven't got under the Obama administration, and y'all kept quiet about it, that's a problem. Same that's energy. Literally, that's, keep that same energy. Yeah, keep that same energy. Like, they can't, though, because it's not real. Mm-mm. You know, like, you're sitting here... Not realizing the actual problem is Haiti is somebody that we we give funding to, and clearly their government are being their government is fucked up. Their government is fucked up. Nope. So therefore, in my opinion, I'm not necessarily gonna call them a shithole country, but I'm definitely gonna say that their government is full. Of, it's their government is corrupt. Yeah, and when you have a corrupt government. More than likely, your the the um the the well the country as a whole may end up being pretty shitty. And with my mom, you know, being from Nigeria, with being from one of the most corrupt governments in the in the world, it only makes sense to realize that the product of a corrupt government is going to be possibly a shithole a shithole city, mm-hmm. a shithole country, a shithole continent. You know, so I just find it funny, and I, I I just hope that one day people are able to say, you know what, these thoughts are my own. They're not my own. They're they're the thoughts that the media is putting into my head, and I need to I need to have that quarterly check on myself because it's not fair to anybody if I'm not actually being a critical thinker like I was taught to be, and I'm just sitting here just letting news propaganda spoon feed me bullshit. Blindly, yeah, and, and it's just that's you're, why I, you're not using that 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 thousand dollar phone that you have in your hand to to do some do your own research to go. Well, did he really say this? Let me go verify. Let me let me spot check. Do you even really care if he said it or not? Shit is ridiculous, bro. But anyways, man, 
Another week, another podcast. In the books. It's great. It's great. It's great to be alive. It's great. It's great to. It's great to be alive and be able to breathe. Yeah. And don't have bones and shit aching. But on another note, Jaguars seem like they're going to be down for the count. Yeah, it's it's pretty much. I'm right. I'm pretty sure the narrative is going to be they cheated for the for for the Pats. Uh, that's usually the narrative when the Pats win, yeah. but you know it is what it is. Yeah, and I haven't I haven't been looking, but um, at the end of the day, you know, uh, they I told people from the jump, Big Ben and them put up 45 p- points on them. I knew the New England Patriots were going to put up 45 points on them. Yeah, I just I just knew it. But I'm I'm also shocked that Jacksonville. Put up twenty, you know, and it doesn't really sound like they've been running that well today. But anyways, yeah, no boundaries podcast. Well, EF Jay, you don't want to do any words of advice. You beat me to it. I was oh. just making sure that I set it up to where the piano comes in, and we're good. Oh, don't worry about that piano. I do that piano because because you be fucking up. You did a good editing job last week. I want to say you getting better, man. I don't know if it's because you just got ample free time. <laughs> Every time we have we talk about my free time, I have a panic attack. <laughs> so let's not talk about my free time. I ain't gonna talk about your free time, man. But um, you want me to go first on the words of advice? Yeah, you can go first. Okay. Um, I'd like to say um, just to piggyback off the quarterly check um, conversation. I'd say, and also. With my resolution being to be 100% honest, I feel like um, my words of advice for anybody out there currently trying to date, be open from the jump, and avoid being in denial. That way, you're never looking back saying, dang, it was too late, or you ever feel like it's too late. Because it's really never too late to check a, a toxic relationship. So, therefore, if you're open from the beginning and you set guidelines, you know, do that with no fear. So, so in all my words of advice, like I said earlier, treat a relationship like a business. Anybody out there trying to get into a relationship, treat that motherfucker like a business. Because that's essentially what it is. It, you're, it's two people coming together. Treat it like a business. Treat, treat it like it's actual. you're actually playing for a team. You know, like... And you need to really make it your priority as well. Exactly. Make, make make it your priority. Don't be don't be scared to talk. It's your significant other. How can you be the, scared? Bear to your talk soul. To be vulnerable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and I, and a lot of times I say these things, and it's just like I'm talking to myself. You know, and I and I kind of feel like it's just it's something that needs to be done. Like you have to be able to check yourself because checking yourself is, is self love. Like if you give a damn about yourself. You should be able to check yourself. You should want to check yourself. That way, somebody else ain't got to check you for you. But that's all I got. Uh, I'm still my words of advice from Pastor Joel Osteen this morning when he was talking about being in the silent season. Um, he basically des- described like when you're in your silent season, it's when you're um, God's testing your character, where He's actually building your character. So when you're looking around and everything's down and nothing's going your way, it's actually God building you up and preparing you for if he does bring these blessings that you ask for, make sure that you're ready for them. You know, you might be asking for things right now and, and you're you're not you're not ready. You might think you are, but you're really not. So enjoy your silent season. It's gonna suck, 
but just know that when it finally gets you to the place that you need to be or the place that you want to be or the place that God has you has for you, that you'll be ready. Preach, brother. That's it. Amen. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> what, I, told you, I told you I talked to I talked to Briscoe and he said, Boys must be really going through it. Then got up and went to church this morning. Boy, I, say, I seen that shit and start laughing, but I was like, it looked nice in there. I say, I say, man, get off my phone. Man. Don't call me no more. <laughs> oh, Briscoe. Oh, fucking Briscoe. Man, he's a topic on his own. And with that being said, <laughs> this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. We thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, People have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary 